This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Chris Ranji today in for Joe O on a Thursday morning. We'll dive back to the NFL Week 11. Our Survivor plays a nickel or dime later in the show. We have, might have to see if Chris wants to jump in on the top secret bet future that we've made without Joe O. So that's coming up in about 40 minutes. Right now, we're going to go out to the Roman guest line. Your own Whitesmith is going to join us, NBA writer for Fox Sports. I believe your own has been on the show before, talking some hoops with us. So we get the first leg or so of this NBA season in the books. Just heard there the cut of the Suns. We'll get them in a second. But you wrote an article, your own, about the Warriors as the NBA title favorites. It is very difficult to argue right now. They have been incredible. Uh, Steph Curry feels like the MVP of the league right now, doing it without Klay Thompson back yet. Um how have they done this? What are you seeing from the Warriors, and do you believe it's sustainable, your own? Um, and thanks for having me on. Yeah, I believe it is sustainable. I mean, so it's we all focus on Seth, and I wrote this in this piece, which you can go check out at Fox Sports. I'll be a nice company man. Um, so their, their defense is amazing. We, we love the offense. The offense is great. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. But defensively, they are incredible. They are, I believe, the number one defense right now. Um, under, people don't realize, last year, I'm looking it up, I believe they were number one, I don't know, they are top five, top three last year as well. Um, and if you saw, you know, last season they went through the growing pains early on when they tried fitting in Wiseman and trying to figure out how they wanted to sort of tell this line of being a contender and a youth movement. And in the second half, and this year, they basically decided, no, no, we're trying to win a championship. We're going to play like that. The development will happen, in, you know, in the secondarily. Um, for now, let's go back to winning games and focusing on winning games. And their defense is unbelievable. That's led by Draymond Green. He's on defense. Steph on offense is a one-man um, wrecking crew, I guess. Steve Kerr explained it great after the Brooklyn game. He had a great description about it. It's not just the shooting. It's this off-ball movement that we've never seen anybody where it's basically you're combining, like, I don't know, Allen Iverson, Reggie Miller, off-ball Allen Iverson on the ball, and, like, Damian Lillard all-in-one, right, in terms of the amount of attention he put. He draws, um, and you do that, you're going to be in great shape. Aaron Hawksworth here. Welcome to the show. Okay, so the Phoenix Suns, I keep waiting for them to lose. Here they are on a 10-game win streak. Very impressive. You know, a lot of people were criticizing the Suns, like, oh, they got lucky. It was a fluke. The success that they had last season because all these other teams were suffering injuries. I mean, it's impressive what they've been able to do so far. Definitely doesn't seem like a fluke what they did last year now. Um, what's your assessment of this Phoenix Suns team? No, I would agree. First of all, any team with Chris Paul, like, you're going to be winning games, right? Your, your floor is going to be really low. We know that. Um, I know we can make fun of the playoff record a little bit, though he kind of exercised some of that last season. But if you have Chris Paul, you are going to be a regular season machine. We saw it even, like, with that – OKC team that with him, you know, was a five seed in the West, right? 
Um, to have him, they have a stack starting lineup, a stack starting five with, I know Aiden's been out, but Booker and Mikel Bridges is one of the best uh, wing players. Joe, I know you probably, that probably hurts you to hear that. Um, and Booker's fantastic, and they're defensively, they're great. Um, yeah, no, they're right there. Like, I, I, you, you tell me they're going to be in the finals next season, this coming season. Um, nothing would shock me. And the part I'm sure we'll get to this, the part hanging all over all this as well is that, like, there, there's no juggernaut right now, right? Things are more open than they really have been in, I don't know, a few years. Uh, last segment, uh, Joe talked about the Bulls blowing the lead they had last night against Portland. Uh, I went to bed at the half. I thought, okay, this is over. They're, they're going to win this game. They've been playing some really good basketball. <laughs> They've been playing really well on the road with the exception against the Warriors, but the uh, Golden State is Golden State. Um, are, are the Bulls for real here? Because we've been spending the first several weeks of the season thinking they are and You've got some national people who have said that's a legitimate finals contender. Do you think they can be? Uh, first of all, kudos to you. You stayed, you know, making it through the first half. Even I'm on the East Coast. That's even <laughs> impressive. So, well, well, good job for you. I can't. Uh, I can't say that I stayed. I will let listeners down. I did not stay up till 1 a.m. watching that game last that, night. That's I okay. Um, that is okay. The uh, <laughs> the ball. Yeah, for it's one is for real, right? They are really good. They are a really good team. What's, what's interesting about them is that their success is actually coming on a defensive end. They're, I don't know what they are now, seven, something like that. Defense um, and offense, they're kind of still figuring it out. DeRozan's been a legit MVP candidate. Um, and you imagine that any team with DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Vucevic are going to figure things out. Well, not even figure things out. They've been average. But that, well, that will be a top-ten offense when the season ends. Um, Lonzo Ball's been a great fit there as well. Um, so they're really good. And again, going back to what I said before, things are wide open, especially in the East. So the East is stacked and the East, the, the line between being a two seed and being the seven seed in the playing tournament is really thin, right? It's really thin. And if you look at the two teams that we all assume would be the most dominant, Brooklyn and Milwaukee, they're both struggling out of the gate for different reasons. So if you kind of combine all that, then yeah, it, it's wide open. Why can't the Bulls make the finals? But would I, would I pick them? No, but they, you can be a three seed and from there, who knows? Your own Weissman join us here for Fox Sports talking some early season NBA takeaways. We look forward with uh, with some of the odds here. Your own the Sixers, uh, a team you know well and have covered a, a lot about the last couple of years. They are eighteen to one to win the finals. I find them very difficult to read right now. It just feels like what's happening now doesn't matter to a large extent. You know they've had been decimated by COVID the last couple of weeks. Joel Embiid has a place. So they're on a losing streak, but the big picture. I don't know what to do with this team until they decide and, and, and make a deal moving Ben Simmons and we find out what they have back. H how do you view the Sixers? There have been some good developments, Tyrese Maxey in particular. But generally for me, it just feels like I'm on pause with them and their ceiling until they figure out what they're getting back for Ben Simmons. Almost like I'm, nothing I'm seeing really matters. Well, and it feels like um, they're on pause also, right? You're saying like how you kind of are shrugging your shoulders at the – regular season it, it certainly seems like that's Daryl Morey's um approach here as well right I, I'm with you um you have no idea what to make of this team or let me phrase we know what to make of this team as currently constructed right Joel and really good if they're healthy and when everyone's on the court um like you said Matt, guys like Maxi and they've had some other developments have been good they have a nice team around indeed um Again, the thing that would worry me if I'm a Sixers fan, or I guess from your perspective, you're a betting. Not that, not that I would bet on an NBA team myself, of course. But um, the thing that I would worry me is the, the depth of the Eastern Conference. That it's, it'd be really easy for one of these teams or a team like Philly to end up the seventh seed in the playing tournament, and that would be concerning.
So LeBron hopes to be back, play on Friday against the Celtics. This Lakers team, 8-8. Eight and eight. They're still plus 700 uh, to win the championship. What do you make of this Lakers team? Because I can't figure them out yet. Um, they need LeBron, right? <laughs> what, what I make is that the Westbrook thing is not working, um, which many of us saw coming, though, to be fair. Like, a lot of us, myself included, thought that Westbrook, yeah, okay, maybe it'd be a problem with LeBron, but he would be really helpful in the minutes when LeBron's not there or in the regular season, allow you to sort of have an engine to your offense and you can give LeBron some days off. The fact that they are struggling and that it's been such a struggle with LeBron out is really concerning because that would be one of the areas that Westbrook was supposed to help fill, and he's not. Um, that said, like, I don't know, I'm always – it doesn't look good. It's not pretty. I just – I'm always worried about betting against, you know, betting with a capital B or lowercase b, betting against um, LeBron and Anthony Davis in the playoff series, right? It's just like they're so good, um, defensively especially. Frank Vogel, we know, can put together a good defense. Um, I think it's going to be a long and kind of ugly slog into the playoffs, and then the playoffs, I have no idea. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, we were talking about Golden State to start this segment, and Steph Curry right now is uh, plus 230 to win the MVP this year. Then then Kevin Durant, 5-1, to one, Giannis, 7-1, to one, Jokic at 10-1, to one, then Doncic and Butler behind. Butler had the triple-double um, just last night. Is there value in anybody else, do you think, besides Steph Curry? And, and I think if he plays the way he's playing now and continues to, he probably will win. He'll be a sentimental favorite. But is there value in anybody else? Uh, and besides, give me that list again. I'll give you give, give me that list again. Give me the odds there. In in order, it's Curry, Durant, yep. okay. Giannis, Jokic, Doncic, and Butler. Those are the top six. Yes, I mean, so the thing about the funny thing is, Jokic is actually having a better year than he did last season. Uh, and if you have like for fans, if you're not watching him, like uh, to me, he's my favorite watch in the NBA. I guess him and Curry. I would encourage you to do so. Um, but you mentioned the sentimental part. Like, there's there's handicapping. There's thinking about who should be MVP or handicapping how we think voters will go, right? And I just right. find it. We saw this with Giannis in the past. Like, there's just a hesitancy to give a guy an extra, the third MVP or the second straight MVP. Um, and I think Jokic will sort of, uh, I think he'll stuff, he'll be harmed by that, that people will just say, that's ah, not a two-time MVP. I'm not, not going to do it, right? Um Curry, yeah, I mean, sentimentally, you, you can see it already. Like, cause the narrative is going to be pushing for Curry. And, and like, not, you know, last year there was a little of a push that maybe LeBron should win that narrative and all that, and that seemed a little contrived. Curry is a very deserving MVP candidate. Um, yeah, like, again, I'm, I'm repeating a little bit. Luka's interesting because, again, if you look at some of these standings and how jumbled things are and how 
we don't see a favorite. If one of these teams, you know, reels off 25 out of 30 wins, 25 wins in 30 games to finish the season and ends up in a two seed, that guy could be an MVP candidate or could win MVP, right? So you could see that with Miami. You could see it with Luka. Um, you could do Durant if he just goes on a trip. I mean, Durant's playing some of the greatest basketball that we've ever seen, literally, in the history of the NBA right now. Um, so he's there, too. So I, in terms of finding a value, I'm not really sure. I think it's kind of jumbled right now, and that makes it fun. Your own, uh, you mentioned Miami a little bit there and the jumbled standings. I mean, look at the Eastern Conference right now. It's still early, but you basically have 12 teams separated by four games from the top to the bottom. The Wizards lead the conference right now. I doubt that's going to last, although it looks like they're a pretty good team this year and they've turned a corner. But how about Miami? Uh, Brooklyn, we know how talented they are. They're the favorites. Milwaukee, the defending champions. And, and we talked through the Sixers and their uncertainty. 12 to 1, the Miami Heat to win the NBA title. Do you see some value there either to get the, to get get to the finals or win it? I think they're built for the playoffs with Butler, Lowry, Bam, Tyler Hero. I like this Miami team. What do you make of them? And do you see some value there long term? I, I agree. I can't speak to the value now. I guess it's always a play. Do you think you get better odds if they, like you said, in the first round? Would it be better than 12 to 1? You know, come start of the playoff time. But if you're looking at a team that can win, like Miami can certainly represent the East in the finals. I think. I've been a little surprised how good they've been in the regular season, um, which which pretends well for them going forward. Um, Tyler Hero's been huge for them. He's become he's kind of he took a big step forward after struggling in his second season. Um, he's really good. He, he gives them some off the dribble creativity and balance and scoring that they didn't have, and he complements Hero and Butler really well. And I'm telling you, in a play, in a playoff series, nobody wants to face a team. In terms of like a defense, if you're a playoff in the Heat in the playoffs to roll out a defense that has Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, and Bam Adebayo as kind of the three-headed monster there, and then you can throw in some PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker, um, some, you know Victor Oladipo if you want. You have Hero and Duncan Robinson. Like that's a really, really good team. So I see no reason they can't win a championship this year for certain, for sure. Staying in the East, what are your thoughts on this Washington Wizards team? Ten and four, number one in the Eastern Conference. Joe G just said it doesn't seem like they'll keep this up, but can they? Yeah, what about what, what was the uh, the mantra tarot for MVP odds? What are those? We have <laughs> what are those going back I thought there? about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so okay, so the Wizards is kind of interesting. The Wizards are a, uh, and I mean this in a in a, in a complimentary way. They are built for the regular season, and it's impressive, right? They are really deep. They're young, and they they kind of. What they did, what they've done to remake that roster, basically turning John Wall and that albatross of a contract into Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Montrez Harrell, am I forgetting anyone else? Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope. It's really impressive, and they're really deep. And they go ten deep, and they're good. And they have a started Bradley Beal um, and a new coach who's done a good job uh, renovating their system a little bit. Um, so I think they're going to be again competing for those top six spots. Um, I would be surprised if they ended up out of the first round of the playoffs but I think they're definitely going to be in the mix here for the play-in and playoff uh, seating. Uh, Harold, by the way, is the 15-1 to favorite to win sixth man of the year. He is the second favorite. Ahead of him is Tyler Hero, who uh, tried to make a pass last night, and it went in from like three-quarters court. So does that mean he's going to win, even though we're very early in the season? Uh, yeah, yeah, if you make if, – if your passes are turning into three-pointers, that's usually a uh, – <laughs> That's usually a good yeah. sign. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Everybody's surprised. Can I tell you, I tweeted, I tweeted this, but 
the the craziest part, my favorite part about that clip, if you go back and watch, is the PA announcer quickly realizing that, oh, wait, I have to announce the, the three-pointer. And, like, it's the Heat PA announcer, and he does the, you know, the extended 4-3 thing. And he, he got there quick. I was impressed with how on the, uh, on the money he was and how prepared he was for that. So that, that to me, is the, uh, that was the MVP of that clip. Yeah, that's not an easy call. Great stuff. Yaron, we appreciate you hopping on. We'll do it again soon, and we'll be reading your work. Yaron Weitzman of Fox Sports joined us there on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Coming up on the other side, if you are still alive in a survivor contest, where should you go this weekend? We'll talk through the biggest numbers, the best bets. That's next right here. Becky Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.